promise, Lord, never again. But I also know that you know what a weak willed person I am. Don't regret this, Lord. I'm a wonderful person. spoke to Manasseh and his people, but they didn't listen. So he brought against them the military commanders of the king of Assyria. They captured Manasseh with hooks, bound him with bronze shackles, and took him to Babylon. When he was in distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and earnestly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. He prayed to him, and the Lord was receptive to his prayer. He granted his request and brought him back to Jerusalem to his kingdom. So Manasseh came to know that the Lord is God. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. This is Second Chronicles 33. And I know that we've been jumping around a little bit and, and we've kind of skipped over a, a whole bunch. But Manasseh was the king after Hezekiah. And Hezekiah was... Uh, a king uh, in in Judah, in Jerusalem. Uh, this is this is after the the destruction of the northern tribes uh, of the kingdom of Israel. Um, and Hezekiah was one of the greater kings. Uh, his his trans, his revival of temple worship, Passover, cleansing of the of the nation, uh, especially after a couple of not so great kings. And then Hezekiah dies, uh, and he, he didn't have things go that well <laughs> with him near the end of his, his death. He, it says that he became proud, and he showed the uh, people, uh, some messengers from Babylon, all of the glories of his kingdom. Because they had come, because they had heard that he was sick, and, and God had healed him, and, and, and so they came to pay their respects. And, and he shows off his kingdom, and these people from Babylon go, hmm, that's a, that's a pretty nice kingdom there you've got, uh, Hezekiah. I'm thinking we're going to take it. Uh, and, and God tells Hezekiah, in your, in your pride, you will, uh, your kingdom will be taken over by Babylon, but not in your lifetime. We'll, we'll screw over your grandchildren. And Hezekiah goes, okay, that's good. Well, then Manasseh comes up. His, his son becomes king in his place after he dies. And Manasseh was not a good fella uh, in the sense of, of the direction he took the people of Judah down. Whereas his father had uh, reinvigorated the life of the temple and given gifts to the Levites and, and cleared out a bunch of the, the idols and, and high places and, and all these things. Manasseh basically went, yeah, I liked things better under my grandpa. Or I liked things better before dad ruined everything. And so Manasseh, like most children thinking they know better than their parents, decide he's going to rebuild it up. Well, as punishment, it says that God has him captured by the Assyrians, which I think is weird because then it says they take him to Babylon, but whatever. Um, but he is, he is captured because 
there were prophets that were sent continually, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, to the point Manasseh was so uh, carried away into his idolatry that he actually, it says that he passed two of his sons through the fire in the valley of, Be of Ben-Hinnom, which is basically he burned them up in tribute or sacrifice to, to a god, to an idol. That, that was how, that was the direction that things had gone. And so God punishes Manasseh in, in, in a way the people. He gets taken away. But, and that's verses 10 and 11. And then it says, verse 12, when he was in distress, he sought the favor of the Lord his God and earnestly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors. That's repentance. We often see repentance as being sorry, right? We see repentance as uh, making amends. We see repentance as uh, fixing whatever it is that you did wrong, right? But no, repentance, especially according to the scriptures, is not a, a place of um, cleaning up your own mess. That's not what it is. Repentance is a turning. A turning from yourself, a turning from foreign gods, a turning from idols, a turning from anxiety, a turning from all these things, and a turning to God. A turning to what it is that the Lord has called upon you. And here it says, when he was in distress, when he was at the point of he had nothing, when he realized that he was, he was brought to the lowest point he could possibly ever be, completely humiliated, he sought the favor of the Lord. He sought the grace of the Lord. Every time I see favor, I always want to change it into grace. He sought the gift of the Lord, his, his God, the Lord, his God. And he still has this God. Even though he abandoned this God and started serving other gods, gods, it still says the Lord, his God, God being his and him being God's. And earnestly humbled himself before the God of his ancestors earnestly, purposefully laid himself down before God. It says he prayed to him, and the Lord was receptive to his prayer. He granted his request, brought him back to Jerusalem, to his kingdom. And then I love this line in, in verse, verse 13 of 2 Chronicles 33. So Manasseh came to know the Lord is God came to know the Lord, Yahweh, it's, it's the proper name of God, is God. Not all these other gods that he was going to, but this one true God, Yahweh, Jehovah, Jah, whatever, Elohim, these names of God, that he is God, not the other ones. And that's repentance. We always want to see repentance as making amends, like I said. We always want to see repentance as people feeling sorry. We want to, we want to make repentance into um, this, uh, this, this work of, of, of cleaning up everything, turning your life around. That's repentance. No. No, repentance is, is, is turning away from yourself and turning towards God. All that other stuff is the fruit of God's life in you. All that other stuff is, is God's righteousness, God's work upon your life to, to make those transformations. But that's not the end goal. The end goal is being like Manasseh here, finding ourselves completely humiliated, completely humbled, 
and turning to the one true God, knowing that he is a God who is faithful and true, that he is the God, that there are no others. And we lay ourselves before him in, in, in humble confession of our sin, knowing that he will forgive us and praying that through his spirit he might do some transformation, which it says that he did, that, that Manasseh cleaned up stuff, he, he rebuilt the altar to the Lord and did all sorts of, of great things. And then it says that he rested with his fathers and he was buried in his own house. The work of God working in Manasseh, not because of Manasseh, but because of God. Let's pray. Our Father in heaven, deliver us, we pray, from all manner of evil, whether it touch our body or soul, property or good name. And at last, when the hour of death shall come, grant us a blessed end. And graciously take us from this veil of sorrow to yourself in heaven. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Well, church, go in peace, serve the Lord. We'll see you tomorrow.